Okay, uh, coming off the bye week, ready to uh, get back after it. Got UCLA coming to town, um, got some momentum. They have some momentum, three-game win streak. Uh, starting to figure out who they are and starting to settle in. And uh, very confident team, at least it appears that way when you watch them play now. A uh, team that controls their own destiny in the South, just like we do. And so it should be a great matchup. Uh, got a, a good back, 27. Uh, is doing a lot of good things for him. Uh, the slot receiver, number two, is a good player as well. Uh, quarterback is the guy that makes it all go, number one. He's he's a dynamic player, uh, you know, excellent uh, with his legs, especially, you know, making making uh, big plays, extending the play, and, and uh just uh, makes that offense go. So we got our hands full. Um, good to be back at home at Rice-Eccles. And I think we got a lot of benefit out of the bye week. We're a healthier team this this week. We uh, gave our guys, you know, we, we practiced a little bit. But but uh, for the most part, it was uh, veterans got a lot of rest and the young guys got a lot of work. So that was the MO. And also got some recruiting. Got the, usual, the usual stuff that we try to accomplish on uh, by week. So questions? Um, looking at the offense, <coughs> Utah leads the Pac-12 in pa- passing yards per completion. Mm-hmm. <coughs> how much of that is due to Tyler making the, the correct reads and how much of that is due to the receivers making yards after the catch? I think it's, it's both. They're both really uh, important in that uh, statistic. And Tyler's done a great job all season long of First of all, taking care of the football. You know, the, the turnovers have been uh, to a, a minimum, kept at a minimum, and he's doing a nice job going through his read progression. Offensive line's got to play into that as well, giving him time. But our receivers have really stepped up this season, and we've been talking about them for the last couple of years, and they're starting to uh, come to their own. And, you know, Brian Thompson and and Demar Simpkins and Samson and Solomon Enos, and we've got some good guys, uh, Derek, Derek Vickers, uh, you know, just guys that are making plays, and so that's a combination of, of all three of those things. Tyler's decision making, the receiver stepping up, and the offensive line protection. Good morning, Coach. Hey, PK. How are you? Doing good. good. Thanks. A lot of talk with national ranking, college football <laughs> ranking, and all that stuff. How do you keep the focus of the task at hand? Easy, because our, our only focus and task is to get a win this week, and that's that. No matter what. Your rank, no matter what all that outside noise says, or uh, you know, all the just the the uh, peripheral stuff, can't worry about that because no matter what it says, you got to win, and that's that's our whole focus, and that's really not a big challenge in my estimation. I hope it's not a big challenge for our players. It shouldn't be. Kyle, has there has there been a noticeable difference for you in terms of now you guys are the hunted, like people are trying to come after you every single week instead of you guys trying to upset some maybe larger teams. Have you noticed a change that way in, in how teams approach you or, or what they do? I don't think so. You know, we just feel like we're going to get everybody's best shot. You know, that's kind of always our mentality, though. We don't. That's not different from, from years past. We we uh, go into the game that you know, thinking that that the opponent is, you know, we respect them and, and uh, don't overlook them. And so I, I don't think that, that has been a, uh, at least not in my mind, a factor this year. Is the 04 and the 08 seasons uh, kind of prepared you to have your team back in the national spotlight like it is right now? I think so. You know, that that's, uh, you know, two seasons where we were, you know, obviously 
very uh, successful and, and uh, had some lofty rankings. We also, I think it was 2015, where we we ascended pretty good, but it, it we kind of tailed off at the end. But but uh, you know, it's not we're not completely uh, unfamiliar with this territory. Yeah. You didn't face Thompson Robinson, the quarterback, last year at the Rose Bowl. Uh, what is he like, and and how does he make them different? Very athletic. Like I said, he's a guy that can really extend the play. Um, he's, uh, you know, he just he makes things happen. I mean, he's he's dynamic and he's making good decisions throwing the ball. Uh, but they're a run first team, as are all spread all good spread offenses are run first teams. That almost all. That's just how it is. And they're they're uh, running the ball exceptionally well. Number twenty seven in the last three games has really started to, to be uh, productive. But uh, the quarterback, like I said, he's he's uh, so dangerous. If you let him out of the pocket, he's really dangerous. So you got to try to keep him in. Kyle, could you detail Simi Moala's path to the program and how you decided to transition him from the defensive end where he was in high school to the tackle position on offense? Okay, yeah, we uh, recruited him out of high school, ended up uh, signing with Oregon State, went on an LDS mission. When he came back, he had a change of heart, wanted to reconsider where he wanted to play football. Uh, we were in the mix on him and ended up ultimately obviously coming to us. We had an inkling in high school that Otaka would be his eventual home and where he would be, where he would be uh, most successful and have his highest ceiling. We moved him there. We, he played D-line for oh, a few months when he first got here, but it was very apparent that he had a, a bright future on the other side. We made the move. He was uh, willing, wasn't overly excited about it, but he was willing to make the move. And and uh, as he started to settle into that position and started to figure it out, because he had only played defensive line in high school, he started to really uh, excel and and his game just got better and better and now he's he's one of our best linemen right now as a redshirt freshman and we we really missed him uh, in the last football game until he came back in and that's when things really started to turn in that last game Bam Olusini, uh you got him listed here on this two deep second string what went into kind of that decision with eligibility issues and health in addition to just quality of play well last game it was due to injury you know he was uh, put into the lineup thrust into the lineup because of injury and he himself got injured during that game, and so we had we weren't able to use him the rest of the game. But uh, we know now he has three games left. We've got three regular season games, and who knows what after that. So it's just a matter of uh, kind of it's almost the same situation we were in at the very beginning, the very onset, uh, when we were trying to determine when to use him. Except now it's three games that we have to use, and so we're still trying to determine what the best course of action is, and and. Uh, We'll see how practice goes this week. That'll have a lot to do with it, how practice goes this week. Coming into the season, you had relatively unproven talent with Josh Nurse and Tariq Lewis on the mm -hmm. corner side. What, what have you seen so far this season from them that, that has kind of worked and that allowed you guys to, to feel confident there? Well, both those guys, first of all, have played good football for us opposite Jalen, and they get a lot of action because Jalen doesn't get a ton of action. So they've uh, held up extremely well. Josh is a converted wide receiver who has uh, a lot of length. They're two different type of players. Josh is a taller, uh, lengthier defender, where Tariq is uh, smaller but has great speed and great quickness. 
but they both are being very productive. They're splitting reps right now. Josh has got a few more reps than uh, Tariq in the last few weeks just due to how the series have unfolded, not not necessarily trying to get him more reps. But it's an even 50-50 split with those guys, and they are both, uh, when they're in there, doing a good job. Kyle, have you guys made a determination on Britton Covey's status for the remainder of the year? Not 100%. It's just the same in the same mode we've been in where we hope to redshirt him. We think that's the case, but it's not set in stone because unforeseen things can happen. But uh, right now, that is still the mindset. And is he practicing with the team still? I mean, going yeah. through He's practicing with us regular. every day and, and uh, running scout team, you know, giving uh, the uh, first defense a good look. And, and uh, he continues to get more healthy as, as time goes on. Kyle, you mentioned last week that Tyler Huntley probably used the bye week to get closer to 100%. Well, is he closer to 100%? We'll find out of practice. We haven't seen him today, but uh, he looked better last week. And so it's just a matter of uh, time. You know, the, more, the longer it goes, the more he heals. So. There's some pretty good stats in there in running game, and Kelly seems like he's been running the ball for more yardage lately. Who could you compare him to? What style of, of back and what style of running game do they have as a team and then him individually? Well, the zone scheme, outside zone, inside zone, you know, the typical uh, runs that you see from, from spread offenses. He is a big back, 6'1", 220, and so he's got size to him. He's got good quickness, good vision. But uh, it's really, I think the offensive line is starting to get some some guys that weren't very experienced on the old line coming into the season who now have a, you know, nine games of experience in, in under their belt, eight or nine games, and so it's a case of I think the old line functioning better and him just starting to uh, first of all get more carries and just uh, being more productive. But he's a good back and comparing to somebody, uh, that's a good question. But but he's you know he's physically can run inside, he can run outside, so. Coach, during a Saturday on a bye week, uh, do you kind of encourage your players to maybe not even watch football or just kind of get their minds off it? And do you spend all day watching football or do you get out and do other stuff? A uh, combination of both for me. I watched a few games, but uh, got out and did some other things as well. As for the players, you know, if there's a game that is directly going to be applicable to us, for example, if UCLA would have played this weekend, we certainly would have wanted them to tune in. But where we both had uh, the bye week, I didn't really instruct them on what my expectations were rather than stay out of trouble. That's the main expectation. You said last week that you don't package games in terms of November or any particular month, but, but just in general, you've had some teams like last year finish really strong in the regular season and, and others not as well. Can you say what the kind of determinants are? No, different other than the matchups, who you play, how your team is playing, how your uh, just the state of your your health, all that stuff. I mean, it all it all factors in. So I don't think there's a any one thing you can point to other than just circumstances, uh, year you know each respective year, and so uh, that's as good as I can answer that right there. Kyle, you guys lead the, the Pac-12 in nine major statistical categories, ranging from rushing offense, rushing defense. Are any of those you take more pride in? And is the fact that you lead the nation in rushing defense, is that the number one thing? Or what's been the key to your success this year? Well, we pride ourselves on being physical, and, and it starts with the run game and defending the run. That, that doesn't change year in and year out. And so there's... Uh, 
you know, typically run run yardage is more damaging than throw yardage to an opponent. I mean, if you can just cram the ball down their throat, that's that can be demoralizing. And so, that's always something that we want to be, uh, you know, is a strong suit for us. We want it to be a strong suit to run the football and to defend the run. And we're doing, like you mentioned, defensively better than anybody in the country right now. We got a challenge this week because they're a good running team. But uh, that's uh, something that's very important to us. Um, obviously, you get sick of hearing it, but the turnover margin is another thing that's very important. But uh, if you were to say, where does it all start other than the turnover margin? It's, it's the physicality of the line of scrimmage, which translates into playing the run tough and being able to run the football effectively, which we're, we're doing a good job. We're leading the Pac-12 in rushing as well per game. You talked about having to keep the quarterback in the pocket. Do you instruct your the pass rushers to do something different here? Because, I mean, their mentality is usually get to the quarterback. Yeah, we're going to be way rushes. different this week, but I can't tell you what it is. It's going to be way different. So UCLA, it's going to be way different than what you're seeing. Yeah, so. I have a two-part question. One, <laughs> can you each tell the steps you've taken to become the greatest football coach of all time? And second, who goes your lawn? Uh, PK, can you answer that for me? The greatest football coach? Whatever, whatever, yeah. Yeah, I think he has a lot of help. <laughs> a good point. Surround yourself with good, there you go. Surround yourself with good players and good assistants. Who mows my lawn when it's not me uh, or my wife? It doesn't get mowed. So, me and my wife, yeah. All right. Good question, though. Good. Thanks, guys.